What's up, guys? What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I just feel like it's so unnatural for me to record the podcast now because I'm out of sync. My jokes have been slipping. You know, people have asked me where the podcast is, but I feel like it's now it's uncomfortable for me. It's not a natural feeling for me to be on the podcast, but for business reasons, I've decided to come back on, um, which I'll be probably talking about hopefully in the near future. But um, I've decided to come back on, give you a life update, give you a life update um, because frankly, here's, well, first of all, how are you guys doing? Okay, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, And how's school? Okay. And if you're not in school, how's life? I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that makes sense. Totally. Anyways, now back to our one-sided conversation. I really feel like if I had some updates to give you, the only update would be that since I last, this is my first time doing the podcast being 21. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I did turn 21 um, this past two weeks, three weeks ago. I turned 21 three weeks ago. Um, it was dope. It was dope. It definitely was hard this year because I, I was reminded a lot of my birthday last year. And it was just because I had such a wonderful birthday last year in Japan. And it was because we had this huge rooftop party. And if you haven't seen the video yet, it is on YouTube. It's um, by my friend Alon Cameron. Plug to her. She has a YouTube channel. And um, <clears throat> in the video, it's like it's like called so dot dot dot. We threw a gaijin rooftop party. Gaijin means foreign in Japanese. And um, and it was really it was really cool. It was a very great party. It was super fun. Blah blah blah. But this year, I did go to Vegas. And Vegas, you know, let me tell you something about Vegas. Vegas, I just was like, okay, I'm 21. I'm the last person to turn 21. Like in I'm the last person to turn 21, like in my, in my cohort, like in my grade. So I was uh, one of the last. So I was like, I have to like go and everyone's going to be 21. It'll be fun, blah, blah, blah. And I went with a group of like 10 girls and we stayed at the Venetian. It was really fun. Um, You know, but I will say something. I feel like Vegas is very overhyped and I feel like it's very overrated. And like the only reason I feel that way is because I have been a part of like the clubbing scene and the partying scene, partying scene, like since before Vegas it wasn't my first time doing that so it's basically just that just like a little bit on steroids and so it's like if that is you know what I mean so it's like if you the only thing about Vegas is like okay it's more hyped or something about the environment blah 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 that gets you wired like they have everything in Vegas down to a perfect T like they know how to get you to order more drinks they know how to get you to just keep contributing to the economy it's so funny because now every time like I think of something where I go, like I always think in terms of revenue and I know it's like, oh, business majors, like blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I do like, if you go to Vegas, I'm like, how much money? Like, I just want to see their income statement. Like how much money are these guys making? Really? How much money do they make in the casinos versus like how much do they give out? And like, how much money do they make? Like in a room like yeah obviously maintaining all of that stuff is not a joke. It's definitely, definitely hard. But like, I just feel like you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's very, 
it's very interesting. Like, I want to see their business model. Like, that's one of the first things I think of, which I don't know if that's good or bad, but <clears throat> I was I was just like, damn, this place is like, I don't know why Indian people love Vegas so much. I really don't know. Like, I remember the first time I went to Vegas, I was probably three or four. We stayed at, like, the Excalibur, like, one of the cheapest hotels on the Strip, you know? And I took a picture in front of the Dragon, like, that's in the lobby, like, all that. And it look, and it's also just because, like, the hotel literally looks like a castle. So that's fun. It's, like, right in front of the New York, New York. So you see, like, the roller coaster. Like, it's just a vibe. So I don't know, though. I saw so many Indian people. I just feel like we're everywhere. Like, I, there's no, you don't get a break. Like, it's not, you know, and it's, seeing an Indian person in public, like, there's nothing brown people hate more than seeing other brown people. Either, either you hate it or you love it. You know, like, there's really no in between. It's just, sorry, I'm trying to adjust the mic. So sorry if the volume goes up and down. But it, it's just like when I, it's because, okay, so we're walking on the strip and there's like this group of Indian aunties, like aged 35 to 45, like in that range. Okay. And they made these custom ass t-shirts, right? Like girls, girl strip, you know, like straight up just like, and it's just like, they, it's like, we look at each other and it's like, Hey, I know you're Indian. It's like, I look at them and I'm like, okay, also, I know you're also Indian, but it's like, it, I don't know. It's like a unspoken, un, it's like a cringe vibe and like that doesn't happen with white people white people don't see white people they're like I'm white you're white we're both a little racist you know no it's not like that like Indian people I don't know maybe it's just because like at one point in time Indian people were minor Indian people also just stare a lot like Indian people stare at everything Indian uncles will stare at you for no reason like if I I was leaving Costco the other day I was like waiting at the stoplight and someone in their car was like turning left and like as they're turning left they just like make eye contact with me don't break eye contact like as they're turning it's like look ahead of you what if a car in front of you breaks why you gotta look at me just because we're the same skin color like what kind of what kind of logic why is that the logic I don't know I don't know it's like don't it's like he's like looking through the car window like just looking at me I didn't even know him he didn't know me but it's like a color is the same it's the same skin color it's like a weird unspoken connection that like it's not even a connection it's just creepy but yeah so I I (laughs) I don't know it it was just uh yeah I just so many Indian people in Vegas Indian parents with like their freshly newborn kids why is that the first thought like why is it like hey our kid is three weeks old let's go to Excalibur no like you don't why I don't get it. I really don't get it. I I wonder if it's because like out of all the vacations, like if you're going to go to India or if you're going to like, cause I don't know if you guys know this, but like every time Indian people take vacations, it's to India. Right. And like the vacation happens on the stop there. Cause it takes two damn days to get there. So it's like every vacation we've ever had, like if we've ever seen London, like it's on the way to India or if we've seen Dubai, it's on the way to India, you know, like that's why. So it's like I've seen so many Asian countries because it's on the way to India. You know what I mean? Like it's like I'm not going to France because it's not on the way to India. So it's like why would you why would you stop there? Um, But I have been to France because that was the one trip we took that was not on the way to India a long time ago. And you bet the people in India were pissed because they're like, "You're, why aren't you coming to India? You're already halfway there. It's like, that's not how the geography works. But anyways, um, yeah, Indian people, it's their spelling bee. It's not the geography. 
But um, I think it's so sad that Americans have horrible geography. I have horrible geography and I have this huge ass map in my room and I still don't know where shit is. Like, how is that possible? You know, I mean, when I was in uh, Japan last year, well, you know, when I <laughs> studied abroad, I had a teacher who would test us every single week on the world map. And I thought that was brilliant. Like, I knew, I just knew where the shit was. I knew where everything was. And there was this Greek girl that uh, she lived with us in the dorm. And I was like, I was like, we, a few of us had the same class. So we would study for that, that like, the map test, like, in the, in during the semester. And she, her education was done in Europe, and I don't know if she went to, like, a private school, probably, or I don't know what her, her thingy was, but she knew, like, valleys and rivers and creeks. Like, the creek, bro. Do you know what a creek is? It's, like, a little bit bigger than a pond. A creek? Imagine a pond, and then imagine a creek. A pond is, I imagine, like, circular. A creek is linear. And it's, like, literally the same thing. A creek? She knew where creeks were on a map. I'm like, why do you know that? She's like, we uh, had to memorize. I don't know. I can't do a Greek accent. I always think of Michael Scott from The Office. He was like, I practice Olympics. <laughs> but when he's, like, fakes to be Greek for, like, Andy's seminar, he's like, what do you do in your free time? I practice Olympics. Anyways, that's not how Greeks talk. But um, she she would say, like, she knew, like, every, like, mountainous area. She knew every creek. Like, it was ingrained in her head from when she was a child because that's just the education system. Same thing with my parents. Like, Indian Indian, like, spell, I think spelling is too, I don't know. I think spelling is too, like, I mean, we're just genetically, my dad's a horrible speller. I'm a bad speller. Like, we just are the outliers in the Indian community. But, like, there, I think geography is very important to know. Like, you live on this planet, so why would you not know it? Do you know what I mean? Like, why would you not know where something is? Also, just in terms of, like, culturally being aware like, thinking that, like, Iran and Saudi Arabia is the same thing. Like, get out of here. Thinking that, like, all Colombians and Brazils and Bolivians and Argentinians, like, they're all the same. No. Like, they're not. The culture is different. Like, you can't, you can't just, like, like, thinking Mongolia is a part of China. Like, why would you think that if you, if you knew how the borders were separated on a map? Do you understand, like, what I'm saying to you? That's just, that's just, like, my thought. And, like, also, like, there's, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, it's, like, geography is key. What was I even talking about? Was I talking about Vegas? I think I was talking about Vegas. Anyways, Vegas was fun. I'm not going to go back for a very long time. I'm, like, over it. I'm not really, like, into that anymore. I don't know, man. Turning 21, turning 21 takes the appeal of partying away. I said it. There you go. I said it. I'm sorry. I said it. All of you people who turned 21 and kept this secret from everyone else, like, I'm just telling you right now, once you're 21, you're like, oh my god, yes, you're 21. It's like, no, well, in this country, you've already done everything before. Like, I literally whipped out 10 fake IDs in front of my parents, and they were, like, just looking at me, and they were like, what? <laughs> they are like, oh, is this, like, you bought alcohol? It's like, no, I didn't use it. Like, no one wants to be 21 for the drinks. I think everyone just wants to be 21 for the experience of being able to go out to like a nice bar that's not trashy and like gross and where there's like 
tons of underage people. Um, and, but, but it's, it's like this, like once you turn 21, it's like you experience one thing. It's all the fucking same. Sorry to use this language. Sorry that I said the F word, but it's all the same thing. Like you experience, okay. I'll, I'll, let me tell you what the experience is like. Okay. You contact a promoter. He'll get you free drinks. That's probably the best part. The second best part, the part is like you spend hours getting ready. Okay. For one picture that's going to end up on Instagram. Okay. Then you end up, you drink. I'm, I'm like sick and tired of drinking. I don't even do it anymore. It makes me sick. Okay. It literally makes me sick. Like I can't. The taste, the smell, the appeal, it's all gone for me now. It's done. And I know you're like, oh my God, turns 21 once, like thinks she's so done. Like, no, like literally just, it's because it's not just like, I, I've been doing this for three weeks. I've been doing this for three years. Like, you know, like it's just, I'm over it. Like when you're younger and you do it once or twice, it's super fun. But like now I'm just like, okay, it's available. I can do it whenever I want. I don't want to do it anymore. Like when, so you get ready for hours. Put on the fake eyelashes, squint, get glue in your eye, you're over. You're already in the hospital. It's done, right? Your eyesight's gone. Your mom's calling you. Your family's pissed. Your insurance doesn't cover it, right? I'm just kidding. You don't end up in the hospital at the beginning of the night. It's usually at the end. So you put your fake eyelashes on. You do your makeup. You wear your heels, okay? You can walk in the heels for maybe a good solid 0.2 seconds. Okay, all right. You walk to the elevator. You get to the elevator. You're like, I'm... I just give me one second. I'm just the elevator door opens. You're like, just okay, can you guys just press the open door for just one more second? I'm trying to walk over because that's how bad your feet hurt already. Okay. You're on Google, you're on Yelp looking for the next orthopedic surgeon because you're in pain. Okay. That's kind of the vibe at like 9 p.m. All right. You know, and then you're like, you know what? No, actually, I don't feel anything. Then you start drinking, you don't really feel your feet. Okay. That's when you know you're kind of in the in the peak performance mode, right? You don't really feel anything. I have unfortunately never got there over Vegas because I just didn't drink that much. Like, I just don't really feel the need to, like, do – I don't know. I just – it, it was, wasn't going down, okay? It wasn't going down. The orange juice, the cranberry juice doesn't cover it. Like, I'm over it. I can't. I can't. I physically can't. Everyone's like, okay, you know what? Just, like, here, have a long island. It's like you have that. You're messed up for, like, what, 10 minutes and then you're sober. Like, I don't know how my body works. I don't know why I'm metabolizing it so quickly. It's weird, but it just happens. Anyways. You go down the elevator, you're in the lobby, you're like, okay, you know what? Is everyone here? Okay, you got to wait for the other two elevators because you're still waiting on six girls, right? Half the girls are in the hotel room, half of them are drunk, you can't get control of anyone. Okay, all right. You're in the lobby, you're waiting, you're like, okay, who's going to call the Uber, right? Kind of looking so you don't have to pay, but and no one ends up coming down, so you got to call the Uber. So by the time everyone's down, you're ready to go. Okay, all right, you just lost 15 bucks, you're kind of down already. All right. You go to the Uber pickup, you're like, all right, you know what? First of all, this is what I hate about. I hated this about Vegas is that you go like you actually this is probably smart that they do this because it makes everything much more convenient but oh it's like so hard for us because like you have to go to that location so you're kind of standing there you're like okay I don't really feel my feet but the minute I left lift my foot I'm gonna feel every single bone in my foot you lift your feet you start walking over to the uber lift pickup zone every hotel has a designated Uber and Lyft pickup zone, right? Because that's just, like, how it works, or else everything would be so chaotic, I feel like, which is good. So I was glad that they have that. So you're waiting for all the girls. Everyone finally comes together. Half of them are, like, you know. Anyway, so you go you go to the Uber Lyft pickup zone. You wait, and you're, like, Uber for Rhea, Uber for Rhea, and, like, half of them don't have it. It's, like, 10 other girls, so you got to, like, ask somebody else to call another Uber for the other half of the girls, and you're like, make sure you end up going here, okay? 
So it's just like everything has a little bit of a lag to it because there's like more people. So the more people, the more of a lag, you know, like you kind of just have to wait till the other Uber comes or if like you're there, you have to wait till the other Uber shows up. Like it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Okay. It's a whole thing. So you do that. And then you're like, by the time you get to the club, like you're tired. What? Like you're 21. Like, how are you so tired? But like, that's just the reality. The, if you drink alcohol, it makes you luggard, like it makes you sluggard, like it slows you down anyways, right? It's not like you're popping Adderall. It's not like you're doing cocaine. It's alcohol. It's a depressant. It's going to slow you down, right? Taking Adderall, taking cocaine, like these drugs, not that I know, but like it's a different effect. It's a different kind of a, it's a stimulant versus like a, versus drinking isn't. So it's like, it's just like, I get, it's like going to Coachella. I hate to compare to that. You know, I hate to compare to that. Those of you who know me, know me how much I hated Coachella. It's not like I hated Vegas because I had a great time with my friends, but if I had the choice to go to Vegas versus then to sleep, I would sleep. I'm sorry. I would, you know, it's just like sleeping is it. Okay. Sleeping a refreshes you. Okay. Sleeping refreshes you. Okay. You get to rest your body. You hit a few REM cycles here and there. You never know. You might have more than you want, right? You come, you wake up extra refreshed. No more dark circles, okay? Alcohol. Pros. You may not remember something you didn't want to remember. That's kind of the only pro I can think of. Like, it makes your body feel gross. Dude, like, oh my God. When I turned 21, the feeling in my body of the alcohol, like, so gross. Okay, let me explain what it's like. You know when you eat in and out and you, in the moment, you're like, oh my God, this is great, blah, 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 and you feel really good. And then after you're like, I will literally want to throw up and I want to like, I want to get liposuction. Like you think about it for a second because you feel so disgusting. Like the feeling of eating a salad versus eating in and out like while you're eating the salad, you don't enjoy it. But after you're like, wow, I feel so light and I can jump off a building. Like I feel great. I feel refreshed, right? When you eat in and out while you're eating it, you're like, oh my God, this is horrible. Or while you're eating it, you're like, oh my God, this is great. But then after get you're done for four hours, you can't move. Like you're like, well, this is disgusting. That's what alcohol is like. It ruins you. Like I literally felt my belly like after my, after my birthday weekend. And then the next weekend I was going to Vegas and I was like, how do you come back from this? Like, how do you come back from this? What do you do? Like, I was, oh my God. Like, I was at a point where I was drinking pressed juice, you guys, to like come back from this. I don't know the last first or last time I drink. I did that. I know it sounds super dramatic and I know it sounds like I'm like, how do you come back from this? As if it's like a divorce or someone cheated on me, but it's like, I I don't know like it's very real it's a real thing like Vegas is just like there's a reason why and I don't even I'm not even gonna get into like my friends in Vegas like that was just like that was like for the people that were there I don't even want to but yeah it was it was a good time I will say that uh you know I'm broke as hell so Like, it's just expensive, too. But anyways, I'm making it sound like it's really negative. It is a good time. It's definitely something in your life that you should experience once. And that's how I felt about Coachella. So I will say Vegas is literally Coachella. Except for there's more Indian people. And Vegas is Coachella, but there's more Indian people and more newborn babies. And, like... 
yeah, you still end up broke. You still end up fat. You still end up so disgusting. Like, it's just, um, it's like a one-time situation, you know? And there's not that many artists. You are the artist. Vegas, <laughs> in Vegas, you are the artist. It's over. You know, it's good to go once. It's fun to experience it. You can know what it looks like. All right, like, it's done. You know, like, you don't need to keep doing that over and over again. If I had the chance to sleep, I'd rather sleep. You know? Actually, I'll tell you this. The after effects of Coachella lasted. I can't believe I went to Coachella this year. Oh, my God. Let's do a year wrap up. Okay. So 2019, I was probably depressed from like January to April. After I came back from New York, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not depressed anymore. Or like I was. Yeah. But also I was depressed because I was like post Japan depression, like blah, blah, blah. So you brought depression is real. And then <clears throat> like I would just I, I think I cried a lot from like December, December 10th onwards. No, of okay, 2018, December 10th to about April, about April, I was very just like could not control my emotions because, because you know, it's just, it's very uh, look like I know people make jokes about study abroad, but it really is for me at least. It was very because I expected absolutely nothing and got absolutely everything out of it. It create once it was over, I knew that it was never going to be the same. I'm not going to see that group, we're not ever going to be the same age in the same place in the same status ever again. And that it was like I was grieving a moment in my life. And also 2018 was such a fantastic year for me that, um, you know, it was it was a great year and I enjoyed it and I traveled and I saw so much of the world that I had never seen. I went to Italy. Um, I saw Cinque Terre. I saw so many places in Japan. I went to Cambodia for the first time. I went to Thailand. I went to India twice uh, in 2018. Uh, in 2019, I went to New York twice. I went once. I went to Philly. I don't know the last time I went to Philly. Um, oh my gosh, in 2018, I also went to Washington. Every year, I think I was, I visit the East Coast for no reason. So that's great. Well, not no reason, but I definitely, um, I definitely see uh, family and friends. And that's, it's a huge reason, actually. But uh, yeah, I went to Washington in 2018. I went to like all these different countries. I'm so blessed to be seeing all of this. Um, but I tried to go to New York in August of last year and my flight got canceled like two hours before I had to go to the airport and I was so bummed I was so bummed um I was gonna go with my roommate at the time because I was living up in uh Carlsbad for an internship and that actually never ended we never ended up going so I was like super bummed um but I'm so glad I ended up going twice this year uh in 2019 you know God works in mysterious ways people I'll tell you that I will tell you that um, I got reconnected with some old friends this year uh, who I was friends with in my childhood, and that's beautiful. Um, what else? Okay, so January January through April, I was pretty depressed. I traveled, um, you know, because you just, you're grieving. You're grieving that time. Anyway, so January through May, Super depressed. Went to um, New York and Philly. I do. That was a very hectic trip, and I wish I almost didn't do it, but I'm glad I did. I got to see some old friends from Japan, and that really gave me a lot of closure that I feel like we all needed. Um, and they were like students that went to Temple, 
So like I saw them in uh, in Philly and that was really great. And we and Philly, man, Philly is like Philly is a man, like East Coast is a different vibe and I really want to experience it at some point in my life like living there. You know, and everything is so homogeneous in San Diego. It's so homogeneous. Like everyone's wearing Lululemon, everyone's dressed the same way. If I were freaky sunglasses and like different pairs of shoes and like some kind of a coat outside, like I will get stared at because I'm weird and I'm different and it's not acceptable. And like I will feel like ostracized and I don't have that kind of I don't have that kind of confidence, nor do I need it because like I'm not gonna dress that way in this society. But like if I wanted to do that in Philly, or in New York, like, that's dope, right? Like, it's so dope. And, like, I don't know. I want to experience that. I want my self-expression to be magnified. And I don't. I feel like I don't get that in San Diego for sure. So I'm, I'm looking to leave. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so I went to New York, saw my friend Alon, saw a few friends from Japan. That gave me a lot of closure, and I'm glad I took that trip, although it was very expensive and pricey and very rainy, and I was super tired. Um, and I took literally every mode of transportation to get to those places except a boat. I literally, I took a train, I took taxis, I took a flight, I took a bus, I took everything, like, to get to these spots. And, like, <clears throat> and, like, I, except for a boat, literally, literally, literally. Okay, so I went to, um, <clears throat> and then my semester January through May, what well, academically I did very well, uh, but it felt like the longest semester of my life. Literally, it felt so long. Um, and then my summer went by. I worked at a law firm, which I, which was fine. Like it's not that I didn't enjoy it, but it was a different experience. I met some great people there. The amount of people I met this year was quite a few. Um, I met quite a few new people in 2019. Not actually. Not as many as I did in 2018, I met a lot of people. And something that, about life that you kind of realize is once you meet somebody, it's over. You can never unmeet them. You know, like it's your life before you meet someone versus after you meet someone. You can never unmeet people. Have you ever thought about that? Once you meet somebody, you can never unmeet them. It's so strange to me. It's so strange to me. So, yeah, I met some cool people 2018. Had some great memories with some great friends, you know, and I think I really learned to live in the present because it was so painful living in the past. It's so painful living in the past. It's beautiful to think about it. But I remembered being in Tokyo and being and telling myself in Tokyo, like, just remember this and accept it and love it because like your life right now and the way you feel right now, like you're going to it's slowly it's going to just be a memory that is like faded in your brain which is so painful to think about. But anyways, and then it was great, like, keeping in touch with people throughout the year. And then, like, I don't know, man. August hit, and all of a sudden, it's December 1st. Like, I don't know if I'm the only person that feels this way, but, like, August came. August was a little bit... August felt like the longest month in the world. It was September, bro. September came. That was two weeks. Next thing you know, it's December 1st. I'm not even kidding. And next thing I'm going to know, it's going to be 2020. And 2020, let me tell you, I have a feeling in my gut, you guys, 2020 is going to be a year. It's going to be a year. I have a feeling. There's going to be a lot of milestones for me. There's going to be, I have, I have this feeling. Well, obviously the milestone is that I'm graduating college, but like 
how did four years, I mean, I'm thinking about the four years in college and I'm like, what the people I was friends with at the beginning, the people I knew, the amount of people that transferred and left USD, the amount of people that came in, like the people I met, the experiences I had, like, I just felt like it was like a one year experience. Like I felt like it was one year. It didn't feel like four years. It doesn't feel like four years. High school felt like seven years. I don't know why. I think it's because I was going through so much stress and I was doing so much and it felt like a very long time. It felt like an extension of middle school almost. College went by really fast and, you know, as I reflect, it's like there's a lot, uh, you know, this is, it's it's a different experience. Do I feel older? Do I, I don't know. I mean, it's probably because I didn't really grow that much in terms of height, Um, but I don't, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I matured a lot and I, I kind of am more sure of the things I want and, um, versus like what I, what I kind of thought about when I was older or when I was younger. And I'm excited. Like, I know I keep saying this all the time where I'm like, you know, I'm going to keep making episodes and all this stuff, but December, just the December 1st, you will get four episodes this month. Guys, I promise you, like it's happening, you know? So, I appreciate you guys being here with me. Uh, My 30 minutes are almost up, but that's kind of all I have to say. I hope I gave you guys enough content. Like, please let me know. Get back, hop back on it, you guys. Like, hop back on, hop back on the pod vibe, like pod fam, pod bays, like hop hop back on and let's just like get this going. Let's end the year on a strong note. Yeah, I started a podcast this year. Who the hell thought, right? Like, you think you're so great that you need your own podcast. I don't know. Yeah, I do actually. All right, guys. Bye.